mean, one of your guys, Jason Tatum, favorite to win the MVP. He is now in sole first place when you look at that odds board at plus 270. Giannis is down at plus 360. Jokic at plus 440. Luka down to 6-1. to one. Now, here's the interesting one, and I circle the name right here. Kevin Durant at mm, plus 850. The Durantula. The Nets are playing great. Mm-hmm. They've won nine straight games. I'm not putting them on the level of where the Bucks or where the Celtics are. But you know what I am doing? I'm looking at Kevin Durant at plus 850 right now, and I'm going, that number is going to shorten because there's more and more conversation, not just about how the Nets are playing good basketball. And as Jacques Vaughn said yesterday, the reason they're playing well is because they're talking about basketball. It's just basketball with them. He has eliminated distractions. It's very clear that he's actually a leader, and Steve Nash was in way over his head. I don't know whether Steve Nash could be a head coach. Great NBA player. And I, point guards can make good coaches. They're leaders on the floor. Like I think Nash could end up being a head coach somewhere else and getting another shot with a team that's full of less drama. Jacques Vaughn has the ears and the respect of this team. But Kevin Durant playing like an MVP once again this year and also stepping it up on defense. He's been much better defensively this year, too. Mm-hmm. At plus 850, the Nets are a big market. They're a flashy team. If they can get up there two games back of the Boston Celtics for first place in the Eastern Conference. Now, think about that. The Nets are two games out of first place in the East. If they can get to that point and they compete with Boston and uh, maybe Milwaukee. I don't think Milwaukee cares about the regular season as much. They're less likely to try to chase that one seed. If the Nets and Celtics are fighting back and forth for that number one seed towards the end of the year, Durant's going to get a lot of MVP votes. If, if the Nets get the number one seed... In the East, it's a wrap. He's going to win MVP. There's just no doubt about it. Because all year long, we've talked about, and we probably will continue to talk about this throughout the regular season, that Milwaukee and Boston are the top two teams. If Brooklyn all of a sudden, who had the start to the season like they did with all the Kyrie stuff, and then if Durant ends up getting them the one seed, he's going to win MVP. Isn't this what we've been talking about with Burrow and Allen? Like whoever wins that Monday night game could get the one seed could get the MVP. It's kind of the same thing in the NBA. Like, whoever win- gets the one seed in the Eastern Conference this year might ke- just get the NBA MVP award, uh, especially if it's Brooklyn. Jokic ain't winning it again. No. He- he's just, he's not winning it again. So you're going to forget about him. The three Ooh. years in a row thing is almost impossible. Larry Bird was the last one to do it in 1986, and the last player to win three over four-year span was Magic Johnson. So that tells you <laughs> how the MVP voting goes. And these are iconic, iconic players yeah. who are like the faces of the sport. I mean, Larry Bird, like you mentioned, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, whose number they literally just retired. Jokic is a great player. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's not the face of a, of the league by any means. So... He's not winning it again. Luka, you know, Dallas, it's kind of the same story. Like, they're the seven seed right now. They're four games back of Denver as the one seed. If Luka can get Dallas to be a top two seed, top three seed, then he's going to get some votes as well. You know, the NBA MVP award, usually we don't translate it as much with wins and losses and, like, Mm -hmm. seedings and stuff. But I think this year, Nick, it's going to have a big say as to how whoever wins the award, especially if you're looking between Luka and Durant. If Brooklyn gets the one seed in the East, Durant's winning the award. If Dallas gets a top two, maybe three seed in the West, especially after Luka lost Brunson, I think Luka might win the award as well. Luka doesn't have to have a one seed in the West for him, or a two seed even, to win MVP. But he's got to put up Russell Westbrook MVP year like numbers. He's got to average at least close to a triple double. Mm-hmm. He came in as the favorite. He was looked at as the next guy up. But when we look at these odds, man, when we look at the talent 
right now that's on display in the NBA. This might be one of the greatest collections of young talent the NBA has ever seen. It is loaded with players that are just kind of entering that space to be considered a league MVP. You know, you got to go a few years. You really have to establish yourself. And we've talked about this process. I've nerded out on this and the type of trends and the things that it takes for guys to win. But I mean, Giannis is still relative, is young by NBA standards, and he's already got two. And you're kind of like, okay, his window's already closed. We think Luka or Nikola Jokic's window is basically closed. So then you got Tatum and Luka, and then you've got Embiid, who still hasn't won one. John ja Morant, Donovan Mitchell now is 33 to 1. He's having an MVP season in Cleveland right now. Devin Booker out there in Phoenix is 40 to 1. Zion's in there at 40 to 1. You know, you mentioned even. Shay Gilgis Alexander, okay, it's like 200 to 1. He's a little bit far down, but he's having a great year, too. Great Obviously, year. he's not going to win it. They're 14 and 19. But, like, these are all names of young players mixed in with a few that you'd remember that have been around forever, like a Kevin Durant, you know, like a Steph Curry, who's in you know 50 to 1 right now, not playing for another month. He's out of the race there. But for the most part, the names are all young players looking to get that first MVP. And it yes. just it shows what you've got in this league right now. Zion's another sleeper look, too. And I know they're not going to play him every single night. He's going to continue to miss games and stuff. And health's always an issue with him. What do they call it? Return to return to playing conditioning or yeah. something? Yeah, I think that's right. If, if Zion, man, if he can ever play 70 games in a season, he's going to win MVP. He's just, he's so good. He's so dominant. The numbers that he puts up. And he's got a really good team. And New Orleans, as long as he stays healthy for the foreseeable future, are always going to be in the top three or four in the West. So he's he's in that conversation if he can ever stay healthy and play anywhere around like 70 games or so. I don't know if, if that's going to happen this year. I love your thinking with Durant, though, Nick. I, I really think that's the guy right now. When you look at the board, that jumps out at you because Tatum should be the favorite. There's no doubt about it. Boston got off to such a great start. After all the stuff that happened with Udoka and Missoula taking over mm-hmm. and we weren't quite sure how Boston was going to look, they've surpassed all our expectations. Just had that monster win over Giannis on Christmas Day, which you know helps, no doubt, those head-to-head matchups. Uh, so Tatum should be the favorite. And then after that, man, God, if Brooklyn keeps playing the way they do, it's going to be Durant. Because not only does he have the basketball aspect of it, but I think all the stuff that happened with Kyrie, like that does matter. I mean, you're talking about the most valuable player and where this team would be without Durant when all that Kyrie stuff was going down, when he was suspended and missing games. Like, that's when they started to turn the corner a little bit. They got great defensively when they fired Nash and Kyrie was suspended. Mm -hmm. And then Kyrie came back in the fold and now they're just taking it to a whole nother level. So I, I know, again, it's this big debate, like the most valuable player doesn't win it. All the time. The guy who truly deserves it. And it's always like the best player. It's one of them. It's one of them. But I think there's absolutely an argument to be made for Durant. How about Jacques Vaughn, coach of the year, 5-1? to one. He's only behind Willie Green at 3-1 to one and Joe Mazzulla, 2-1. to one. He's tied with Taylor Jenkins at 5-1 to one Gotta be. coach of the year. Gotta be. Gotta be. To, he's completely flipped the culture in yeah. Brooklyn. Oh. It's, it's become more than just what they're doing on the court. The culture now feels like a team that's playing strictly basketball, and they're not focused on – and there's no outside distractions. And yep. I, I don't know what he's said – I don't know what he's done differently than Nash because a lot of this goes on in the locker room and we don't see it, but he's done something. Jacques Vaughn has completely flipped this thing around, and right now the Nets are playing the best basketball out of any team in the NBA. No doubt. They're going to clean house. Like If they if they get a top-two seed, I mean, I think Durant wins MVP, and I think Vaughn wins Coach of the Year. I mean, all those things we were just saying about Durant and what he had to withstand, imagine Jacques Vaughn stepping into that situation. 
You're an interim head coach. You take over. You got to answer all these questions and deal with all the Kyrie stuff. Then you got to focus on basketball, try and turn around this team that had all these preseason expectations. You're dealing with all these egos. And Nick, the fact that he has gotten the Nets to a point where they are not the talking point every single day mm-hmm. on Sports Center and all these talk shows is is truly impressive, especially the market that they're in. It's not like the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, Nodell, and all this. I mean, they're in New York City where, I mean, look at what that city's doing to Zach Wilson right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just tearing the poor kid's heart. I mean, it's just tearing him apart. It's crazy what, what he's been able to do. So, absolutely. Take, take Durant. Take Jock Vaughn. I think... I think they go hand-in-hand hand with one another. If the Nets continue to play well and they're a top one or two seed, I think Vaughn's going to win Coach of the Year, and I think Durant's going to win MVP. Dare I say the Nets are boring now? I mean, yeah. it's just about basketball. There's it, no more drama around this team. It, it is. And you might even want to just just parlay it, right? Jacques Vaughn, Coach of the Year, Kevin Durant, MVP, and once you get the market, and it's not going to be for a while probably, playoff seeding when you can kind of find those. Mm-hmm. Get him at like a one or a two seed. Yep. Or if it's like over or under two and a half. I just parlay all that together. Cause that's the type of scenario that's gonna have to play out for this 100%. Nets team to get to that point. But it's it, I mean, it's right there. And you know, it's interesting too. We talk about young players. Really, the NBA and the NFL are actually both going through a bit of a transition with a lot of young talent. For the NFL, it's obviously quarterback. We've talked so much about the AFC and the great talent at quarterback there. Now, you know, Trevor Lawrence is another one that's starting to climb. We, at least we expect him to get to that point with real coaching now as part of that group of this collection of just tons of young, great quarterbacks in the NFL. Then we got all these great young players in the NBA that are in the MVP conversation that are taking that next step. How about the coaches on this list? I mean, Joe Missoula is the favorite. The guy's 34 years old, stepped in with all kinds of drama that came out of nowhere, at least publicly, with what the Celtics were dealing with, with Ime Udoka. Willie Green, they started off like 1-13 last year, mm-hmm. and he's 3-1 to one to win coach of the year. They're, the Pelicans are fighting for the one seed in the Western Conference. Taylor Jenkins in Memphis, that's another head coach. Jacques Vaughn we just mentioned. Will Hardy's plus 650. That guy was expected to go out. He left Boston. You think he's in a full rebuild? Jazz are competing for a playoff spot right now. Even J.B. Bickerstaff and the job that he's done in uh, in Cleveland. Look at, I mean, look at all these coaches. It's all young coaches at the very top. So the NBA is in a position now where you've got a changing of the guard and it's all the new young wave of coaches and stars that are kind of taking over and reshaping this league. And it it makes it harder if you're trying to look at who's going to win an MVP or who's going to win coach of the year because there's so many that fit that category of, you know, the, the first opportunity to get it, turning a team around quickly. Like it's, it makes it that much more difficult. I would bet in another month, man, this all looks totally different. Everything's going to be totally different. It probably does. Because, I mean, we've seen this year, Nick, I mean, how streaky the sport has been. Like, San Antonio had won, like, five straight. Right. It's a, Utah, I knew that wasn't going to last, you know though. I, I mean? was like, San Antonio's not trying to win games this year. Like, look at the start that Portland got off to, and now mm-hmm. they're falling down to earth. And Utah got off to such an amazing start, and now they're starting to fall down to earth. And Brooklyn got off to such a bad start, and now they're starting to climb. And the Clippers got off to a tough start, and now they're... So you're right. I mean, these teams, man, they they go through ebbs and flows, especially the really good ones. Like eventually throughout the long season, the cream rises to the top. Yeah. But I just don't see a scenario where Jock Vaughn, if Jock Vaughn wins coach of the year, Durant's winning MVP and vice versa. Durant wins MVP, Jock's winning coach of the year. I think the two go hand in hand. That's how it's got to play out Mm -hmm. without question.